Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oh My God, I Can't, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. Hey, so he is back. Hey, Tom, how are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad to see you. Me too. You look great. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I think you look good. We've got some really, really fun topics on the table for today. The first one we're going to talk about is what has been referred to as the Billy Graham rule. How are you feeling about that? I don't know what it is, so I'm excited <laughs> to hear. The Billy Graham rule. And then we're going to be talking about um, should you have to pay your uh, cable bill if your pet orders porn for you? Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, I did. I did. Tons of opinions on that one. Mm. And then the third one is going to be just a little bit of insight on what we called outrage culture, but actually Dave Chappelle calls it cancel culture. Okay. And it's a little bit of uh, backlash that he's gotten for his latest uh, special on Netflix, which I actually watched and thought was hilarious. So we'll talk about that. Sounds good. Love it. Okay. So have you heard of this whole thing they're calling the Billy Graham rule? I have not. You know who Billy Graham is, right? I do know who Billy Graham is. Yeah. TV evangelist. I think so. I, I think you know him about as well as I do. Yeah. So he is an evangelical, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is like Christian or I don't even Whatever. know. Whatever. Anyway, he's an evangelical. A fanatic. Okay. Um, so <laughs> the rule is, and actually our vice president does abide by this rule, which hmm. is that you should never be in the presence of another woman who is not your wife oh. ever. Okay. So the circumstances behind it can be confusing because even if it is professionally, right. um, even if it's, I would imagine, medically, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if... Like yeah, a nurse comes be, in to take... They can't be alone in a room with somebody other than their wife. What if your doctor's woman? a woman? You probably wouldn't pick that doctor. Oh. Fair enough. Okay. What if your nurse comes in and she needs a good um, anal thermometer <laughs> situation? Then you have to send her away and demand a mail, which oh. I think would bring up another... <laughs> I think that would probably lead to another assumption. Those questions are already out about the vice president, so let's. Well, just leave no, it at that's that. true. But that's true. It's funny that you say that because right. I think that that's sort of been, you know, the 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 joke that doesn't get old is that you know he seems to be a little bit closeted just based on some of his just based on the fact that policies he's and what I mean again I don't, we're not going to go cute there. Too, but that's anyway. not really our that's not really our lane. But it does really <laughs> lend itself to the conversation at hand, which is. What are your thoughts? So, for example, we do work where we do have to be in the presence of people. Sure. I don't know if you do makeup, you have to be yeah. up close. Well, I mean, listen. Well, everybody I, does work that yeah. they need to be in the presence of somebody of the That's true. Sex well, of at course. Some point. I'm going to tell you a very interesting story about um, Saudi Arabia. So, it, you know, I work for a makeup company and we had counters in Saudi Arabia. I remember and, this. Yeah. And uh, back, in, back in the day, not too long ago, it's changed now. Women were not allowed to work in Saudi Arabia at all. So men had to service women at the counters that would come in, but the women had to come in with their husbands and ask for the product through the husband to the person at the counter. In other words, this is my wife. She wants, what do you want? I want a red lipstick. She wants a red lipstick. What type of red lipstick would she like? What type of red lipstick oh do you God, want? Oh God, how exhausting. I want a matte red lipstick. She wants a matte red lipstick. Okay, and like it would go, I mean, so talk about like a seven hour service know, service to get the perfect lipstick, but it's not uncommon that that does happen in certain cultures. Well, I think the irony there is that it was a Muslim country that was adopting the Billy Graham rule. If you, I mean, that's kind of funny there. It's, yeah. Well, it's funny, but it's not. But the thing, the reason why it became um, it, uh, an, an article or made the article was that it was this cop who was living by the Billy Graham rule and he refused to train with the female cop <sighs> because he didn't want to be in the presence of a woman without his wife present. Oh, God. Here's my thing. If you, I mean, as a cop, if, what are you going to do? Let a perpetrator run away because it's a female? That I think that that's what I thought initially. Mm. And I thought, you know, cop, you've got to have a pretty thick skin. I would imagine. My thing too is like, 
what do you think is going to happen? Like you cannot control yourself that <laughs> well, you're no, going to have to yeah. throw yourself at this woman. No, the assumption is even more insulting because I think the assumption is, is that the woman can't control herself and she's going to be crawling all over Vice President <laughs> Mike Pence. Like to me, that's right. what's more insulting. I or think this that North Carolina. Cop. That's right. I think that the implication is more. It's more on the woman as opposed to the man. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. No, maybe you're right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. To me, in today's society, it seems like it's. Definitely the men we have to look out for. Certainly know that I, 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 don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't really know a lot of women that are throwing themselves at, you know, police officers. I think that's why the story's kind of funny. It is. It's a little bit weird. Hmm. I mean, if they were firemen, I get it. I mean, firemen are definitely... Uh, you're always for the firemen. <laughs> you know, I come from a family of cops, so... I know, I know. And they... Yes. They're nice people. I they love are. them. They are. Yes. But... I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things where you have to think if you, you... I mean, is the argument that you should not be able to do a job where you live by a doctrine like that? Like, is it fair to say, well, then, sir, I'm so sorry, but you can't be a cop because it doesn't lend itself to you never, ever being alone with a woman. Correct. Well, I would think so. I mean, you know, I think in any profession, like Stephanie was saying, you know, you just, you're always going to be in a situation with the opposite sex or the same sex or, you know. And what if you're a woman that works underneath somebody that work does this and like you could never have a meeting with that person alone? One on one. You could never have a one on one evaluation. You can never go in and ask for a raise. Like Without the guy's wife being there. Put, I mean, yeah, she's coming, the wife's coming in like it's mother. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're put in a situation where you can't do your job because this jackass can't control. Right. Meanwhile, his... the wife's sitting there on a Blackberry, just like. <laughs> Blackberry? How old are you? <laughs> I'm thinking about the pences. I'm thinking about the pences. You know, I can she's imagine her on a Blackberry. She's looking at like, porn. She's real Blackberry. She's looking up, totally. She's looking up Atari porn on her Blackberry. Comes in as emojis. I don't know. I mean, I think the bottom line is, again, you have to live and let live and let people, you know, conduct themselves by whatever doctrine they, they choose. They yes, see but fit, I'm sorry, but, but I, I agree. Like, we, we shouldn't be having this police officer that's like, I can't, I'm, I'll just sit inside at the switchboard. <laughs> or let's say that something goes like there's a big, like, the, uh, maybe there's a riot at a strip club. Right. What's he going to do? Um, guys, I can't go in. You're on your own. Like, no, come wait, on. hold on, guys. My wife's on her way. I'm getting into a riot gear right now. <laughs> that's the situation. But that the is wife so is like, again? Is- Again, there's this riot at the strip club. Every day. <laughs> Every damn day. Dear, you're going to have to try to find something else to do. Right. This is just too taxing. She's just in the, always in the back seat riding. Always in the back seat. And imagine the partner, like if the partner was a guy, he's like, oh my God, this guy and his fucking wife. Uh-huh. Again. Again. Can you imagine? <laughs> Maybe they can be in there with a coworker. Maybe. What do you mean? Like they could be in there with their like... Another female Another co-worker. female or another male. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know, you know though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I've know. Had doc- I've had doctor's appointments like the first time I well, the see nurse a doctor is there. and the nurse stays in the room because it's that's just creepy. Doctor. But that's right. so they don't molest usually, you. Yeah, that, but, but that's why. after this first or second time, you're not I alone they, with them. She's like, Stephanie came back for a second appointment. She must be into it. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave you two <laughs> to get down to business. <laughs> Give you a moment. Totally. Yeah. It's only once a year. <laughs> it's only once a year. I mean, my God. <laughs> We're really, it's that doctor. I got it. I just think it really, it does boil down to the idea, though, that What if just, he was a gynecologist? Right. And he had he that Billy Graham be. role. That's, he wouldn't be. Boy, he's missing out. <laughs> 
But that's but that I think that, that you're missing the whole he idea behind this. Proctologist. Yeah, he would not. He could maybe be a dentist. Well, no, but you have female. But there's you're a nurse. Dentist, no, yeah. but the nurse is usually a woman. I've been I'm, alone in my in in my room. Not in my room. Oh god. In the room with a dentist. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't think you need a no a super like a what is it like not a babysitter but <laughs> like a supervisor a supervisor or a dental nurse. supervisor. Yeah. But there was that dentist that was molesting women though. That has happened when yeah. they're under that gas. That's happened. This is what it is. Everything is just so guarded now. It's like uh, you know again okay with good purpose. With good purpose. There's a lot of purpose. crazy stuff that happens, mm-hmm. but that thing about like having your wife or your mom there, it's kind of silly. No, I think it's, I mean, I think it's really strange. And again, I will always go back to the argument of if it's cool if that's how you want to live, but the minute I have to deal with somebody's spouse, no thanks, I'm out. Okay, this next story. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, Stephanie? <laughs> like, we were laughing earlier because I thought it was so brilliant and so funny. So tell the folks at home. So there was this man who, he has a little dog, just like your Gloria Don't start with it. This is just like you. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) This is something your dog would do. Probably. Um, He has a Bichon, what do you call those? Bichon free. (laughs) A Bichon free. Mm -hmm. And he, um, the dog ordered $70 worth of porn on the man's TV. So dog did. Yeah. Wow. He said it was a slip of the paw. (laughs) (laughs) Ordered (laughs) from the remote. What were the titles? Um, it was the Hustler channel, okay. and it was $70 on his bill, and he said he Dog immediately... Dog day afternoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to name all the shows. Stupid. <laughs> Doggy style. Doggy style. <laughs> um, the, he called the cable company immediately, he said, to After get he it. watched it or after he got the bill? <laughs> after the dog did it, he said. Each time? Because are they $70? I don't understand. I don't know. That's what I was wondering. How much are they? $70 to just order a porn? That's like a full day. (laughs) Dog ordered like six movies. So the man's calling after every order? Well, um, the cable company promised that it wouldn't be on his bill, but then his bill came and it had that $70 on it. So he called back. Mm. And... um, they, he said that they told him not to pay that $70, so he paid it, the rest of his bill and not the $70. Now it's and in it collections. Would be corrected, but mm. it wasn't. So his cable now is shut off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now no porn for anybody. Yeah, so uh. now he's really upset because he doesn't real have TV pissed. at all. When What's the dog's that? name? What's the dog's name? Do we know? <laughs> First of all, I'm sure that Bandit? one of the other... One, Bandit? Totally. Marino. Marino. Okay. Well, here's the thing, because at first when you told me that, I thought that was super, I thought that was so ridiculous and so stupid, but you know, now that I've thought about it, this dog is sat on the remote, she's turned oh. it off, she's changed the channel. <laughs> yes. Pets do that. You've had that happen, of I'm course. sure. Of course, I'm in the middle watching something, I'm like, uh, it just God went to it. live. <laughs> it went to live TV, I was holding it. So, you know, okay, let me backpedal, because when you told me this, I thought it was totally absurd and so ridiculous, and I was, I, I thought that the man had ordered all those dirty movies, and I was blaming his poor dog. It's very possible. It, is there a pay-per-view button on your remote? I think so. I there think is? If you, well, it depends. If you Mine press has on like something, on demand. It, yeah, I guess it has on demand. I don't know. Maybe it's different for different cable. Maybe maybe like it was... Yeah, but 70 bucks is a lot. <laughs> well, no, but the, I think it goes to show it happened a couple of times. Right. Maybe it like so, vibrated in a weird way and the dog liked it. I'm just <laughs> curious what, what the dog is... Or the bone smuggler was one of the, <laughs> one of the titles. <laughs> what else would be? I mean... So wait, yeah. this was in the newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> The man's name was he was named? <laughs> the man's name and everything. Wow. Okay, he didn't do it then. Because if he allowed himself to be interviewed and he's he doing gave all his this name, for he didn't bucks. do it. He didn't do it. Unless he's really funny and is thinking like, I wonder if I can get away with it and this makes a funny story. Because some people or like he, to like, be on TV. He and got be, stuck in it and just has to keep it. And just has it. to make it work. 
Totally. It's sort of like his shtick at work. Well, we also don't know. He's probably living down in his mother's basement. <laughs> the cable bill comes to her. She's pissed at him for the $70 that... She's like, Marshall, I told you. She's on a fixed income. <laughs> oh, can, completely. Yeah, that's a right. whole other thing. Oh, I don't know. I mean, now, again, I don't want to be a flip-flopper, but I'm totally flipping, and I'm flopping. Mm. I don't think he did it. I really think the dog did it. Hmm. I do. I Damn think it. the dog ate his homework. <laughs> <laughs> On how to order for cable. <laughs> well, this is probably that guy that everything that goes wrong in his life is like, you guys, I couldn't come to work on time. Bandit was throwing up. Oh, right. Bandit gets blamed for everything. Bandit was up all night. Is that the dog's name? No, Marino. In my mind, that's the name of the right. dog. Bandit. Marino. Bandit. Marino. Marino's got a stomach bug. I was up with him all night. Like, right. Meanwhile, named that. after Ed Marino, little known actor. Oh, is it, wasn't that a serial killer? No, he was, like, he was like some actor that was on like, I have to think of it. He was like a big muscly actor, like on Hill Street Blues or something. God, you will not let people forget that you're old. I, I don't can't know. help it. <laughs> My mind is a pop reference library. <laughs> I love it. I will forever remember this dog, though, and I, I celebrate his choices. I do, too. God mm. bless him. God bless him. Okay, so this next topic, I actually did watch this uh, a couple of days ago. Did you see the Dave Chappelle special? I haven't. Sticks and Stones, it's on Netflix. Mm. So I don't know if he's got some kind of like solo deal with them, but he's done like a couple of back-to-back specials with Netflix. Anyway, I watched it. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I did laugh out loud through the mm. whole thing. But did you hear he's getting some backlash for no. it? Okay. Okay. So, it, okay, let me just give you the rundown. James and I actually talked about this a couple of weeks ago where we talked about like outrage culture and how people no longer have a sense of humor about things, right? Mm-hmm. And again, the, the argument is, is that there are some things that really are no laughing matter. So if you are looking for a counter argument for why you shouldn't be joking about things, I mean, the, the argument is that, well, that's not a laughing, there's no laughing matter there, okay? Mm. So he does talk about like the Michael Jackson um, accus- accusers mm-hmm. and he does, say, <laughs> he does say that he doesn't believe them. Okay. That's sort of the beginning. And then he kind of flexes and says, well, you know, if he did do it, it's fucking Michael Jackson. Right? <laughs> oh my God, right. Again, not funny, but I always do. I keep saying that it's okay to say terrible things about terrible things. So that's always my backup yeah. when I'm looking to um, rationalize why we're laughing at something that really isn't funny. Right. What are your thoughts? Well, what did he say? Did he say something about the audience, like stuff? He said something about like the audience being... Oh, he's, I think in the special, he says something about the whole audience, you know, in this audience, probably 50% of this audience has been molested, but none of you can say it was by Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, right. So if you're looking and, for the bragging right there, there, I mean, that could definitely be something. You. Well, I mean, again, it's, it's it was one the of gymnastics the, coach. It, well, I mean, right. again, it's, it's one of those things that I think people are very, very sensitive to. Of course. And yeah. for, for, uh, you know, all obvious, the right reasons, reasons for obvious yep. reasons, mm-hmm. um, you know what I was thinking of, though? Do you remember, like, in the 1980s, like, the whole Eddie Murphy thing when he did, like, Delirious and Raw? Yeah. And the things that he talked about oh, yeah, were of course. so outright offensive. Yes. You couldn't, I know, you can't Andrew really... Dice Clay. Oh. He was just people. stupid, though. I mean, that yeah, was just, like, like, sexism was... on steroids. That was just stupid. But that was... Like, that was comedy, Wildly then. popular. Yeah. It was wildly popular. It was. But, I mean, we're, we were less sensitive then. Or I guess we just... so. I mean, now we're going back to, like, what, Henny Youngman? Take my wife. Please. Oh. <laughs> that might have offended someone out there. Sorry. Well, yeah, no, but it's the idea of like you have to be so, so careful with the buttoned little, up. with the you comedy. Buttoned up. Yeah. I, you know what? Comedy comics to me always get a pass. I mean, you guys know I work with uh, several comics and yeah. I, I, do, I work with a lot of female comics. I've written stuff for female comics. It's actually, what's fun for me is writing stuff because they get to say some of the stuff and I would never, I don't take ownership for it. 
and it gets really big laughs. Well, you know, I mean, it's the idea of they are the they're the quintessential. You know, they're in a way they're kind of the town crier. They are, but at the same time, they're also you know the town clown, and you you always give them a pass because they're able to, you know, take circumstances that are not funny and mm. make them funny, which is why it's fun to watch them. Yes, it's fun to watch people laugh about things that are not, that are not funny. Well, because there's, it's so tense right now. It Everything is. is so tense that you know when someone does crack a joke. I mean, that's why I loved. I I worked for years on Fashion Police and. You know, I used to love Joan Rivers' humor because I just felt like the, the irreverence made some things that were so awkward, it just broke the ice and it made it like, oh my God, people have probably been thinking that or want to laugh about something because everything is so heavy now. I'll tell you what Everything's I love about so Joan heavy. Rivers. I love, love, love this about her. That bitch never apologized. Never. She refused. I mean, she went to her grave without ever... And she said some horrible things. I mean, she said some things where, again, I believe that you should be able to have a license to say whatever you want to say. But there were some things that Joan said where I was like, Joan, you should apologize. No. And she refused. And there's yep. an element to that that I really do find admirable because it's the idea of... I said it. I'm going to stand behind it. And even if I'm sorry about it, I'm not going to apologize because yep. you think I should. Right. It like feels very, about, remember, very empty. Remember she was in, in, the, in the, her, her special piece of work. She was talking about how she was in the audience and she made a joke about like someone being blind and someone was like, my son is blind <laughs> from the audience. And she's all, ah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You know, like she, she really was like, what do, you, what do I have to like? Let me get a, a, a poll on the audience and see how many blind people know a blind person or, yeah. you know, or whatever it is. I mean, like, like people want to narrow it down because they're really careful. She was like, the world is too precious. And she really was going to go out boxing, which she did. Well, and in all fairness, she was extraordinarily self-deprecating. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, you could say, well, you know, she was laughing at things that weren't funny, but she would joke about her husband's suicide, which right. is no laughing matter, but she found the humor in that and she made it part of her act. It, so there's it something to it. It helped her through it. That's right. Mechanism. Yeah, It's exactly. a coping mechanism for sure. So who's to say that, you know, what somebody finds, so you can't find humor in your tragedy. If you took, I think if you took an honest poll where people were unafraid to find out if anyone was going to find out who filled out the poll, I think most people will be like Dave Chappelle what Dave Chappelle said was kind of funny you know no I think millions and millions of people thought it was hilarious and again yeah. I I did watch it and I, I there were moments where I did cringe and I was like oh man <laughs> but yeah. it was you have to sort of it, Dave Chappelle is to me he's such a genius because I of think he's, he's so um he's a person that knows how to take the temperature and the climate and he can make it yes. funny and even though you know he means it, you know he kind of doesn't. And I know that doesn't make sense, but it, it, I think if you listen to some of the things that he does say, um, he's politically aware, but at the same time, I think that he knows that what he's doing is really, it's really about the idea of like, you know, standing behind what you say and yes. finding humor in things that aren't funny. And again, I, and I, honestly, working with as many comics as I've had, it's healing. It's a weird way of healing. Sure. But it also goes to like intent. Like, are they intentionally trying to hurt people by what they're saying and in most cases no in a comic situation they're trying to be funny and yeah it i think i don't think people understand that you yep. know well that, that was what joan would always say go for the joke mm -hmm. you know just doesn't like go for the joke no matter how terrible it would seem i mean mm -hmm. i i again i've written some real good ones that were that made it you know and there are things that like certain people can get away with saying of course that, of course joan you know, rivers was one yeah she could get away can, with saying things that yeah sure. she could joke more about women and it's just well, and two. But. In all fairness, even at the she was an older woman too. And I think again, I talked mm -hmm. about it. Like the grandfather passed. There's a, there's something to be said about old people saying crazy off the wall shit that you give them you give them a pass sure. for. Yep. You know, I mean, I think it was probably more offensive when she was younger. 
Maybe. I Maybe. Don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. But she was still fighting her way to in this man's world too totally. at that point. So she, the fact that she was saying stuff that was shocking people is where what got her where she ended. Yeah, it created, yeah. It created the, yeah. the buzz. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's, you know, with Dave Chappelle has always been very unapologetic because he's who he is. He certainly went to, through some rough times. Totally. But remember like his TV show was all about like shock and like yes. humor and like Hilarious. the crackhead and yeah. like all yeah. this stuff. It's well, like, remember when he, he was, was like hilarious. the white supremacist that was blind yeah, and he knew he was the black. Blind, like, <laughs> the <laughs> blind black white supremacist. Yes. Like there's, there's a lot of really funny things that Absolutely. like just kids pull up your YouTube, pull up yeah. your YouTube, get, look for some of this old stuff. <laughs> the Eddie Murphy, Richard just, Pryor. Oh my God. I, mean, on the Sunset I, Strip. I, mean, I remember you know, watching that. And Lenny Bruce, every comic has started mm-hmm. with like, Lenny Bruce was like, people hated him. They wanted him killed. You know, every comic has gone through and taken risks. And in some cases, it's brave. It torpedoes them, you know, and mm-hmm. in other cases that mostly they bounce back. Well, Kathy Griffin, remember she did that sure, one thing, which yeah. wasn't necessarily comedy, but I mean, I guess it, it is depending on how you look at it. Yeah. I guess the flip argument is, and this is, I'm going to say this very, very carefully, and I'm not saying that I feel this way, but I do think that there is an argument to be said that if you do open yourself up to that. So for example, the two gentlemen that were on the documentary about Michael Jackson, they went public. Yes. And they spoke in great detail about the things that they said happened to them. So the flip argument, if you're looking for an argument to stand behind to say that Dave Chappelle should be able to say whatever he wants to say, is well, they, they, they open themselves up to the public. And if you open yourself up to the public, then you are open to ridicule. Yeah. Well, they knew that people weren't going to believe them, too. You think? I mean, I, that's why they, it took them years to even come forward, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they could have been grappling with the idea of maybe yeah. they hadn't come to terms with what happened to them, which is pretty invasive and horrible but mm, if it yeah. i mean if it did indeed happen again i don't even know where i stand on it one way or the other but um i don't know oh i think you do and i think you're afraid to tell anyone <laughs> don't try to put me on you the know, spot she just still wants to rock out she's to like, i know i know she's <laughs> like, i don't want to lose all, i don't want to lose 150 <laughs> you followers guys, and... halloween is coming i'm not trying to not listen to thriller it's my one thing in october just let me have it yes of course <laughs> it's a good song anyhow um no i i, I I think that everybody should watch it. If you have not watched a Dave Chappelle thing, watch it. It's hilarious. And um, I'm just curious to see if, if, if regular people, I think we're all regular people, right? For mm-hmm. the most part. If regular, if like, if it's the mass of regular people that are offended by it or if it's a select few. Hmm. I think it's a select few. I think it's a, a generational thing too. A select and few it, that are the loudest typically. Yeah. And I think it, yeah, exactly. It's like in customer service, they say people are 90% more likely to complain than they are to give a compliment and for sure, you know, for their customer service. It's the same thing. It's like, they're like the, what do they call them? The computer warriors that are online. keyboard warriors. Keyboard warriors. Mm. Yeah. It's those people. And that's what's right out there. Meanwhile, and it makes a good sitting in your story. mother's basement. Yeah. It makes a good news story. Balls of steel. I've heard mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of comics nowadays too that took won't. a moment from the ju- Dungeons and Dragon game yeah. just to right. to weigh in on it, the important <laughs> things of life. I heard there's a bunch of comics too that won't um, perform at college campuses anymore. Oh, which that's was a like big a, thing, yeah. A huge money maker for a lot of touring stand-up comics. Bill Mars talked about that um, because they they it's too PC. PC. Yeah, people boo you and yeah. the, oh, you know they do you that can't stuff. That. It's true. It's, it's like so I, sad. Yeah. Like. It is sad. I mean, I think there's an element. I get of, it, but it's so. It's like, I think we are in the same place. Where we is talked that, about like, this. College is where the is place where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, some Push colleges, the please, they're like pushing people down staircases and drinking them to death. You know, right. but, there are bigger fish to fry on the college. Ca- like, look at your real. rapes that are happening on college campuses yeah. before you even start right, talking about comics. this. Someone's right. joke. That's right. No, I mean, I, I again, it's such a delicate balance, and we talked about this where we said that 
it is a good thing that we are more politically aware and we are more sensitive mm-hmm. to other people's, you know, um, plights and struggles. We should be. I mean, because I think it's been years and years of people not necessarily being heard or feeling like their their voice was being recognized. So there is something to it. But uh, to your point, I think you mentioned mm-hmm. it, Stephanie, it's like we've gone so far to the other side that now we are just, and I say it all the time, we're sitting around waiting around to be offended. It's like, I've never met. Yeah, we're not allowed to laugh anymore. We're not allowed to laugh anymore. <laughs> and people are just, they're so excited at the prospect of being offended and outraged so that they can talk about it. Yeah, and and you know what? It. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm so infuriated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We've struck a nerve with you. I get it. Well, Tom, that's the end. That's the end. Wasn't that fun? Yes. I'll tell you, this was a tough one and I'll tell you why because this dog has been totally out of control this whole segment. So she's been on my lap and it's a thousand degrees in this house. So it's yes. been a little bit challenging for me. You're now, fine. She ran off now to find the remote. <laughs> she sure did. I think she's going to order us something really fun to really wind she's down. She's going to cool down the evening for you. <laughs> I, <think so. laughs> I tell you, I mean, we were laughing about it off, off I was going to say off camera. What is it? Off mic? Mm. We were laughing about it off mic where I was saying, like, maybe I should put something in place where I abide by the opposite of the Billy Graham, which is I will not allow myself to be alone in a room with an evangelical Christian. <laughs> Without an atheist friend at hand. Okay, that's terrible. But, um, I mean, it's something to think about, don't you think? It is. Mm. It is. Anyhow, thanks, Stephanie. Always, always fun having you here, too. Thank you. For those of you at home, don't forget to follow us on all social media at OMG I Can't Podcast. And make sure to listen and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. And lastly, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any really scintillating topics that you'd love for us to discuss, don't be afraid to DM. Share the DM. We want to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) 